Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. See that the uh, guy Gardner Johnson, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, got fined today. I did not see that. Got fined fourteen thousand dollars for the hit he put on Isaiah Pacheco in the fourth quarter when the Eagle when the uh, Chiefs had their game-winning drive. But yet Reed didn't get fined for the hit on Devontae Smith early in the game. Once again, great they, job of NFL. They claim that, well, there was no penalty on the play. I mean, there's no penalty on the play. No, neither were penalties. I, I, I get that. Right. So it had no effect on the game, but he got fined for it because they claim he led with his helmet. So right. did Reed on Devontae Smith. <laughs> again, just t- what are we doing here, NFL? What are we doing here? Some teams want to play clean, some don't. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. I look at it and go, I'm sorry, Jack Ham and I would look at that and go, Are you kidding me? You find him for that? That's just a good hit. There's nothing wrong with that. To us, there'd be nothing wrong with that. You just can't keep uh, I know the money goes to charity. I got it, but you know. The officials were night right not to throw a flag on the play. Pacheco, remember, that was the one he kind of got up and was staggering a little bit. Yes, I, I remember the hit, yeah. Yeah, but nothing wrong with the hit. Uh, today's show, uh, to me, I mean, I'm just saying to me, yeah, I realize it's going to be a target, the whole thing. Uh, um, today's show brought to you by good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Put your feet up and enjoy this weekend. Go to Brewers Outlet. Why don't you go now, listen to the show, hear the king make his picks. Go over to Reagan Street. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. The pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Maryland remains in Big Ten play, undefeated at home. They beat third-ranked Purdue. And lawyer's going to throw it to Morton, and that'll do it. music at the end. That's nice. Uh, that was Corey Provis with the call. I'll see Corey tomorrow, as a matter of fact. He's got tomorrow night's game in Minneapolis. And Corey, by the way, is also the radio voice of the Twins. So it's that'll be a home game for him. Um, but Maryland has lost only one game at home this season. The only team to beat them there, and, they, and I'm talking like they really beat them, was UCLA. 
They're the only team to beat Maryland in College Park this year. They've been terrific. They're 11. They won their last 11 Big Ten games at home. That's the longest streak they've had in conference play. They've been terrific there. In fact, to be honest with you, Penn State played them tougher there than Purdue did. But they still won the game. Uh, A note about, now this is not, I'm not saying this is how Penn State will do it, please. But at least I want to give you a roadmap as to what they did at Kyle Field and how they went about their, their renovation. This is how they did it there. Different structures. I mean, you know, they, I've been to Kyle Field, so I mean, I know what it's, and you know, the structure of it is is, is different than Penn State. Penn State's, of course, all steel. Uh, Kyle Field is not like that. But this is how they did their renovation in phases. They did two distinct phases for this one. So what they did was at the conclusion. Uh, what happened on May thir- May first, twenty thirteen, the Board of Regents at Texas A and M approved a four hundred eighty five million dollar rebuild at Kyle Field. Okay, now that's ten years ago. So any rebuild here, renovation here, is not going to be four hundred eighty five million. Okay, it's going to be exponentially higher than that because it's ten years later, and that's just the way life is now. The renovation they did was in two distinct phases. So right after the final game of the 2013 season, in November, they imploded the student section side. So they demolished the first deck of the east side of the stadium, reconstructed the first deck, and then constructed the south end zone, which included seating, media interview areas, 12th man productions, and related game day support and a recruiting area. So they did all that. Then, after the final game of the 2014 season, they demolished the entire west side of the stadium, including what was the last remnant of the original 1927 stadium, and they completed the construction of the south end zone and the reconstruction of the west side. To their credit, in the end, They had it all done in time for the 2015 season with an official capacity of 102,733. And to their great credit, they came in under budget. So they were able to play in the 13, 14, and 15 seasons at home while a lot of this was going on. Now, there are different types of structures, right? but at least it will give you a thought process on how Texas A&M did its renovation. And Populous, by the way, was the one that, that did the design on that. I'm not saying that's how, Pence, how Beaver Stadium will be done, but as worthy of discussion, that is how they did Kyle Field. So, that's how they did Kyle Field. I mean, again, they to their credit, it took them, in the end, Kyle Field, 22 months. Obviously, the weather in College Station 
uh, year-round is better because you're, you're not facing snowstorms and so forth. But we haven't had much of anything here this particular year. We had some last year. And, again, the whole thing was scheduled to be 485. They came in 2 million under, so it ended up be 483. But, again, those numbers are from 10 years ago. So there's that gap. There's that gap. But that was the announcement made today. Now, there's a a lot more steps that have to be taken. The Board of Trustees needs to approve what they're doing. Um, Now, the Board of Trustees did approve the uh, practice field upgrades today. Um, So they did approve that, and that's about $7.5 million. Uh, HOK of Philadelphia is going to end up doing it. Now, when do they when they want to start this and the timeline? That's not you know they, that's not available yet, and nor is the completion date. Uh, but it's uh, you know they've been using portable video screens outside of Luba Hall. You're saying what do they need a video screen for? Okay, so I can tell you what they need a video screen for. For those who have wondered, like, what do you need a video screen for at a practice field? Guess what you do at the video screen? You go in and say, hey, look, this is what we just did. Let's look at it, okay? This is what we have to correct and why. That's why you use video screens. They actually will take players over, right, or position groups over, and they will look at video screens. And that's what it's that's what it's about. I mean, this will allow them to get better video, better recordings. There's a lot of things that will allow them to, you know, you know, clock, you know permanent clocks at both ends of the field, right? Because right now at one end of the field, they've got to roll them out on the um, on the field turf, outdoor field, for example. Uh, they want to put netting up around the one end with permanent goalposts. That way, if you're kicking a field goal in, you know, if you're kicking it, you know, you're doing special teams work, and you're kicking it toward the staff parking lot instead of it sailing out into the staff parking lot, and everybody have to chase the ball down, or in the opposite direction, if you're kicking and going toward University Drive, you need netting. So there's a lot of elements that go into it here. A lot of elements that are, that are needed. And uh, this will be both to uh, the Lash Fields and to Haluba Hall. Okay? Right. Permanent video board, sound system, play clocks, goalposts, netting, and a video board. Uh, also inside video board, sound system, filming cameras. Right now they have to wheel in uh, the uh, the speakers and then hook them up. 
instead of having them permanently installed in there. Right now, they don't have a video board inside. They have to bring one in. Okay. And then outside video board, they've got to wheel one out. Sound system, they've got to wheel them all, you know, at various locations all over the practice field, all on wheels, all put in place. Play clocks, they do have play clock up on the wall of Haluba Hall. The other play clocks have to be wheeled in at the opposite end of the practice field. And then they need a goal post, they need goal permanent goal posts and netting around the artificial field. Okay. Because we don't want Matt driving down the road and having a ball land on his windshield. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Same thing going, same thing you want to kick going toward the parking lot. Same thing. So they're just trying to do it within the space that they have it there, and it's going to be seven and a half million. Again, all big pluses, it, you know, that in the end will save so much on the manpower of having to set everything up. You want to go inside, you already have your sound system and your video board all set. Okay? You want to, you want to go outside, you already got your video board, your sound system, your clocks, your goalposts, your netting all set. Um, there's, there's a lot of elements to it that are big pluses and big si- uh, time savers as well. All right. No, oh, so you applied for the defensive coordinator job. Hmm. Wow, I was a little surprised by that. I thought you loved it here. Bingo! Do you really think... You could do a better job than Jonathan Gannon. Yes. <laughs> or I wouldn't have applied. <laughs> that was excellent. That was, I love that. That was excellent. That was great. Hey, by the way, I mentioned one of the biggest problems that the Pac-12 has with its TV contract is the, is the NBA. Right. Well, guess what? You already have. You know TNT, Turner's going to bid again, right? You know ESPN absolutely is going to bid again. But right now, NBC, Fox, Amazon, and Apple all want in. The only one that doesn't seem to be interested at the moment is CBS. That could be in part because they already have the NCAA basketball tournament. I don't know. But NBC, Fox, Amazon, and Apple... Evidently, all want in, according to John Oran from uh, Sports Business Journal. <laughs> it's great. By the way, did you see what Scott Rowland decided to do? Did you see this? I did not, but th- does this have to do with his Hall of Fame induction? Yes, it does. Who's presenting him? No. No, okay. no, not no. He's presenting. He's going to wear a St. Louis Cardinals hat. In I can't say I'm shocked by that. 
I mean, his better well, days were with St. Louis. And not only that, they won a World Series. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, can you blame him? No. Plus, he says something about being cheered there. Don't know what that means. Um, Honestly, I don't think many Phillies fans are going to care about that, to be honest with you. Maybe that's just me. But if I'm a Phillies fan, I, I could care less if he didn't wear the Phillies hat for the world, for the Hall of Fame. Well, it's just like what Wade Boggs wore a Yankees hat. I mean, he won two World Series there. Can you blame him? I don't blame him. It's where he won it. It's their choice. It doesn't really matter. In St. Louis, they cheered for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's right. You guys keep it real. Not only that, what else does St. Louis have to cheer for except for the Blues? <laughs> they ain't got much choice. I mean, they've yeah, always well, been a baseball town, so I shouldn't. I take some of that great, back. But in terms of their sports great, landscape right now, what do they got? Great baseball town. Great baseball. Oh, yeah. Always has been a great baseball town. So, always has been. It's a good hockey town, too. The Blues won the Stanley Cup, what, four years ago? 2019? Yeah. Great, ser- great series. That was a good one series. In, one in seven went to Boston and won the seventh yep. game. And I, if I remember, they won it like 2 nothing or something like that. It was like pretty impressive. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult, well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. out of auto repair. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet Reagan Street Sunbury wants to see you and thank you for your years of patronage. All right, heading into the weekend. First weekend without, look, I know there's, what, the XFL this weekend, but really the first weekend without football. I mean, let's be honest, the XFL, does it really count? No, I I will be watching the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Oh, that is this Sunday? It is this Sunday. Okay, cool. Good. Alex Bowman will be on the poll. 
Oh, how about that? It's terrific. It's always great to have your Super Bowl first. See, that's what's interesting about this. Um, I was talking earlier about rivalries and how, look, it needs to happen organic, organically. The reality is most stuff need needs to happen organically. And we're in an era where everybody's forced stuff all the time. And what NASCAR does is they put the Daytona 500 at the front, which gives which gives them huge publicity, a lot of juice, and really kicks off the season in a big way. At the end of the season, they do a playoff. Does anybody except for the, the most diehard of NASCAR fans, so I don't want to in any way, shape, or form disparage a diehard NASCAR fan, but I'm talking about the ability to attract the casual fan. Does the casual fan even care about the playoffs in NASCAR? No, because football's going on. Right, it's opposite football. Now, if you're a diehard, I understand. That's your sport. You love it. And I think that's terrific. But, you know, as much as we can make fun of NASCAR starts the season with its Super Bowl, I think it's actually brilliant, the fact that they start with the Daytona 500. Absolutely. Because we all end up watching it. I'll watch it. You know, it's like the Indy 500. It's a major league, big time. It's the biggest race of the year. Right? Well, the biggest race of the year in NASCAR is the Daytona 500. I'll watch it just like the biggest race of the year is the Indy 500. I'll watch that. So, yeah, I mean, to their credit, it really is smart and great marketing on their part. King is next. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury the Beverage Supermarket. Stock up for the weekend. The Daytona 500s this weekend. Lots of college basketball and the XFL. Okay, well. <laughs> sure. But go to Brewers Outlet. Imports, domestics, and microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies and the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none, all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Roots 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. All right, we are awaiting the King's appearance. Yeah, I haven't heard from him all day today. Like, I didn't even get picks from him, so I, I went and picked my own picks that we'll do for college hoops. So I'm I'm guessing he's going to join us today, but oh, I think the phone is ringing now, so maybe this is him. Well, this could be the magic moment that we've been waiting for. 
get him in, on the show and get rolling with our picks today and go from there. But and we always have fun with this segment every single week. And but based on the reaction we get from people, they, they, they get a kick out of the segment, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, any quick things here? Let's see. Scott Rowland's going to use the Cardinals cap. Fred McGriff's not going to wear one. Uh, is, did not choose a thing. It's just going to be a generic cap. Uh, but, yeah, that's what they're going to do. And then there's Manny Machado. Manny Machado is going to play this year for the San Diego Padres, but he says he plans to exercise the opt-out clause in his contract after this season. The guy signed a 10-year, $300 million deal with the Padres in February of 2019. That would mean he would forfeit $150 million in its current his current deal, which calls for $30 million a year through 2028. Obviously, the team knows where I stand, my situation with opting out coming. So yeah, I think I've expressed that I'll be opting out after this year. Now, he's 31 right now. But I think my focus is not on 24. My focus is on 23. What can I do for this ball club? What I've done for this organization? What we're going to continue to do here? I think we've got something special growing. I don't think anything's going to change. Uh, Machado said, quote, markets change. From when I signed five years ago, it's changed tremendously. Things change and evolve. As a player who's about to opt out, it's pretty good to see. It's always interesting. I realize where the loyalty is. The loyalty is now with the player. It's not with the city or the organization. Uh, And and I will be honest with you, it's... um, Sports is a little different. Now, every, now, everyone knows that, obviously, I've stayed and what my loyalty has been to this organization, to this state and everything, you know, to the to the football program, the basketball program, all the programs here. So, and, and Kev knows, I mean, we were told over and over again as kids, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. But there are not a lot of... Um, but loyalty is a two-way street, too. But Manny Machado, I'm going to play this year. I know I've got five more years on my contract, but I'm gone. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Welcome to sports in 2023. King, how are you? Good. What's Manny Machado ever done? Or one? Well, we're still waiting. Yeah. A good player, but he's never won anything. You know, has he even been in a World Series? Yeah, he was. Uh, Chris Sale struck him out for the final out of the 2018 World Series. <laughs> That's another thing. Well, Chris Sale pitched a game this year. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think he will. But you know, as you know, when when they when he signed that contract, what did I? I think I said it to you. I may have said it on the show. I said I would never sign a pitcher for more than three years. Uh, and I was like, okay, I he don't hasn't know. played at all in three no. years or four years. It's no. like three games. Yeah, I mean, he is—he just hasn't. And you're absolutely right; he has not. And that's—he just I mean, keeps he, getting hurt all the time. I mean, he's Some one of, of those self-induced. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that when you start a sentence with, 
when he pitches, he's tremendous. But when is when? I mean, that was the sentence we were using about Aaron Judge before last season. Look, when he plays, he's great. But Judge had missed so much time, and then last year, completely healthy, put together a a season for the ages. Um, but again, he just signed that long-term contract, and see, that would be my concern if I'm a Yankee fan. Like, is it going to revert back to the when he plays? Is he? He just you just don't know. Hey, did Matt tell you I got awarded 20 bonus points? Oh, for what? <laughs> for identifying that Rihanna was pregnant. <laughs> oh, well, good. Immediately. I, I, I had no idea until after the fact that I, I just, saw the just reports. Just so you know, I would have had no chance in heck of knowing whether she was or wasn't because I didn't watch a single second of the halftime. Yeah. Oh, I, I honestly did 20 didn't. bonus points on the picks. Oh. I, like I said, I did not watch a single second of halftime. Uh, You've got to watch halftime, man. Do you know who you're talking to here? Huh? Do you know who you're talking to here? <laughs> Yeah, Steve Jones. What, why? What up? This is a guy that doesn't watch any sort of pregame, postgame, halftime. He, he's just—he's no fun. He's just all about the game, and that's it. You're missing a lot, man. Oh, I Don't you love dirt? Do I love dirt? I live for dirt. So. <laughs> okay, I, did. I really don't. Get the lingerie <laughs> on the deck. Call the janitor. <laughs> I. I took look. I took the dog out. I made a fire in the in the wood stove. I got something to cool. eat, and I literally, literally, when I turned the game back on, they were ready to kick off. I thought this is great. <laughs> That's good timing on your part, though. That's good work by you. I literally, I really I was doing saw mental nothing. health checks for on that. Yes, I appreciated that. It <laughs> yeah, but during the game, he did just mental health check. Make sure it's okay. No. <laughs> that catch have... out of bounds, that was a catch. Yes, thank no. you. There are, there are little things that happen, but in the end, uh, I was disappointed in Philly's defense. Yep. You know, they, they just couldn't stop them. And then you gave up the punt return. And that, yep. you know, you can blame the last penalty and all that. And yeah, I made mean, it was significant, but I. I mean, you controlled the ball 65 or 70 percent of the game. You should, you got to win a game when you do that. I mean, partially from the Hurts fumble, but yeah, absolutely. They they were in, they were still in control at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just you know when you control the ball that much, your defense has to step up and stop it. The Kansas City scored every time they had the ball in the second half, and that that's you know. God darn it. <laughs> I mean, throwing a fumble, return for a touchdown, and the turnover, you know, that everyone's blaming that last penalty. And, uh, yeah, it was huge. I mean, and it took a great game and kind of turned it into walking through mud the last two minutes. But um, it was a great game. And Philly played a great game. Uh, the, 
Jalen Hurts, holy crap, the guy's good. Oh. All well, I up think and it, up for Philly. As, as I said on Monday, four major mistakes in football games, most sports are one on who makes the fewest mistakes. Mm-hmm. Four major mistakes in the game. Philadelphia made three of them. Yep. One was the field goal that hit the upright from 42 yards out by Kansas City. That was their only mistake. Yep. The fumble by Hertz run back for a touchdown. The punt return by Tony, 65 yards, which took my buddy Jordan Norwood out of the Super Bowl record book. Thanks so much. Uh, but 65 yards is up a five-yard drive. And Nick Sirianni's ill-timed call timeout, which made no sense to me in the in the third quarter, a timeout that Philadelphia did not have at the end of the game, where instead of having eight seconds left, they would have had forty-eight seconds left, which well, still would have given the second them second go around with uh, getting um, delay a game. Yeah, they did delay a game. Okay, then. They, the clock went clearly went to zero and was actually at zero for about a full second. They got away yeah. with that one. And then, I mean, that whole sequence, for some reason, Philadelphia was completely out of sync, and I don't understand why. But And then they, he called the timeout before a third down play, and the third down play was a short dump off to Gamewell that was six yards short, and they kicked a field goal. I mean, the whole thing, I mean, I mean yeah, you can but talk that about being said, all that being said, they still controlled the ball. Oh, sure they did. The ball, oh, yeah, the they majority the... of the game, and they put up what thirty-five points, thirty-three. Yeah, yep. I mean, the uh, we can point at those things, but the offense did its job. The defense did not. And... Oh, the defense didn't do its job because the holding penalty occurred because Philadelphia was so ill prepared for what they were doing. They scored the one touchdown motion, comes out, wide open touchdown. Boom, Sky yeah. Moore motion, comes out, touchdown. They ran the same play with Juju Smith-Schuster. Bradbury got caught. Like, they never had a handle on what Kansas City was trying to do in the red zone. None. It was shocking to me. I, I they thought, ran the same play the three times. in the game was the defense, and it wasn't. It was, they, ran, it they ran the same play them. three times. They ran the but same play three times and never caught on. I love the national anthem. That guy was good. So. Also agree oh, with I that. Did. No, I did see that. Did, did you see that? He was that was I was, was skeptical, good. and now I was like, man, that was really really good. You know, so no, that was good. It's fine. Commercials average. Um, Didn't think or twice below about average. It. For me, it was like John Travolta for the was win. Ripping up the house every time the people left. <laughs> yeah, and then they brought our uh, dog carrier home, and he thought they were going to put him in the dog carrier, and they got him a friend instead. That was good. So, John Travolta for the win. That was my favorite. Yeah, oh, that was good. I like that. You know, I, he um, looks good, huh? Jeez. Uh, no offense, I well, pay. you know. I, no offense, I paid no attention to that part either. Um, so. Oh, my almighty! <laughs> just, I don't, I don't. It's like, yeah, 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 whatever. It's because watch the you game. have a complicated mind. I have a simple mind. I don't, little things make me happy. Oh, like, I don't. Let's, like, let's get back to the game. I take very little serious, but 
that call that was not holding and I don't get that uh, it would have made it would have made the end of the game much more exciting instead of watching Mahomes take a knee you know so, well, let me put it this right. way. If Philadelphia hadn't used the timeout in the third quarter, they w- you would have had the ending. Okay, Let's yeah. not forget, one of the mistakes was Philadelphia taking a timeout that made no sense to me at all in the third quarter, where if they yeah, have that right. timeout, right. there's 48 seconds left, not eight, and you have your ending. Okay, So, you know, everybody can sit there and go, and the officials, the officials, no, your coaching staff, took a timeout that made no sense in the third quarter where they got nothing out of it, okay? And guess what? You didn't have the extra 40 seconds at the end of the game, okay? That's why you save timeouts. And that's yeah. what happens and that's what happens when you're not in a lot of close games, which Philadelphia was not. They never had to do that all year. And he's a first-year coach, you know. He did a great job this year. Uh, he did fine. I, I think all is on the up and up for Philly. I really do. I, I love the running attack. Love the I quarterback. Mean, love the quarterback. Know, they, running attack's going to change a little bit because they're not going to keep Miles Sanders. They what? I said running attack will change a bit. They're not going to keep Miles Sanders. Uh, I'd be shocked if they did. The quarterback is a 10-year, 12-year solution. He's He was the best player on the field. Yeah. On Sunday, he was the best player. I don't, you know, I know he gave up the fumble. I got it, but he was the best player on the field. Oh God, he'd have been MVP if if they won the game. He was three points from MVP in the Super Bowl. But, yep. Hey, we need uh, to take he a was break. Great. I mean, the fumble, the fumble happens, yep. you know, but he yep. came right back, and yep, I scored. like what they did with him. They ran him right away. Here, yep. Your, hey, your, we need to take a break. Go, you know. I yep, mean, we need to there are going to be mistakes, and you have to overcome them. But you're yep. right. Some of the mistakes were, you know. And, again, first-year coach. I'm watching the Kansas City Parade right now. So. Yeah. Well, we need to take a break, though. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. You know which play Jason Kelsey says the play that turned the Super Bowl? I I did not. I saw what else what um uh, AJ Brown had to say, but I didn't see what Jason Kelsey said. He said it was the third down play where Gay forced uh, Hurts out of the pocket, and he threw it. He had to throw it away on a third and three, and then the next play was the punt that Tony took. He says he says basically, I guess he said he. He said, I kind of fouled up the protection call on that one that caused the problem. I mean, they got a first down there. They're rolling. But yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, very quickly, yeah, we got to make some quick picks. couldn't stop Kansas City. Well, that's why they had to keep the ball. Keep referring back <laughs> that's why you got to keep the ball. You can't punt. Stuff. They put up 35 right. points. You got to keep the ball. You got to score points, and they had to punt there, and that's what killed them. Yeah, but they did. But they couldn't. Their defense couldn't stop Kansas City at all in the second half. At all, I know. I mean, that's why you got to score once, on your possession. They won the game, right? Well, in any so, event, we got to move on to our hoops picks, and from so we did these two weeks ago. This is our first, our second set of picks. King and I went four and four. Steve went two and six as we start our new set of good. hoops picks. I'm off to a good start. <laughs> 
So we're going to start with the Saturday games, starting with Big Ten play. Illini at number 14, Indiana. Steve. I'm going to go with Indiana in this game at home. They're outstanding at home. Yeah, I'm going to take Indiana. I am not impressed at all with Illinois this year. King. Illinois has been, Illinois has been playing great. I don't get they don't get Illinois won eight out of ten games before Penn State beat them on Tuesday night. They've been playing really well, so don't you know? What's Penn State's record? Fifteen eleven. So they got to play Minnesota tomorrow night. Well, they got a shot at the tournament if they put some games together. Another gem of a nine o'clock start. Thank you, conference. Yes. King, who you got in this one? Illinois and Indiana. Indiana. All right, SEC now. Number 10, Tennessee, fresh off the win against Alabama at Kentucky. King. Oh, I want Tennessee to beat them to death. Tennessee. Oh, yes, I forgot. Yeah, Calipar- John Calipari is not your not your guy. I got Tennessee, too, winning outright. Tennessee's defense, too good. Tennessee wins. All right, now we got Iowa State at Kansas State in the Big 12. Steve. Kansas State on their home floor. I will go with Kansas State as well. King. The other one. Who's the other one? Iowa Iowa State. State. Yep. Okay. I got Iowa State. Probably the biggest game of the weekend, also in the Big 12. Nine Baylor at number five, Kansas. King. Hmm. You didn't mean to win them all because of Baylor. I had a feeling you were going to go with Baylor there. Uh, Steve, who you got? Kansas. I'm also going to go with Kansas at home. I haven't liked them. I've been in love with them this year, but I like them in this spot at home this week. Um, now we got number 20, UConn, hosting Seton Hall. King, your hometown team going to get oh, it done? Huskies, UConn. <laughs> I do like UConn this year. I, I will take them. Steve. UConn's uh, started to play better again. I'll go with the Huskies. And then final Saturday yeah, game. they really fell off the map there for a little while. But yeah. mm-hmm. It's a long, it's a long season. season. So. It's a long season. And then final yeah. game, Nova, 13-13 at number 24, Providence. 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 Yeah, I'll go with, with, with Prov as well. And then Sunday games, we got Ohio State at Purdue. I'm going to take Purdue to bounce back, Steve. Uh, Purdue, and they'll win by double digits. King? Purdue. And then finally, we have Memphis. This is a sneaky good game. 221 teams. Memphis unranked at Houston, number two. King? Ooh. I'm going to go for the upset in Memphis. Steve? I'm going with the fighting Kelvin Sampsons. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm taking Houston. Mine sounded more clever than yours. But <laughs> yes. the difference is I'm not massively depressed. <laughs> Very true. Well, there you go. Lock him in. See, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Raiders ex-quarterbacks looking at the Jets. You're listening Good. to they News Radio 1070 <laughs> WK.